0: Chase the Vision with Isaac Mashman. Wow. Two years in and 50 episodes down, Chase the Vision with Isaac Mashman is off with momentum. Yes, I started this podcast back in June of 2019 underneath a different name. Uh, Way back then, it was called the Hustler's Choice Podcast. And then I revamped it, I switched it up, I refocused, and here we are today in 2021 with an entirely different name and an entirely different vision and drive. But the message at the end of the day is still very, very similar. So guys, welcome to a very special episode. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about leadership. Now, I've recently been fortunate enough to expand the team of Mashman Ventures, uh, my public relations firm that I'm running that I launched last year, and I've brought on A bunch of new people. Yes, I've expanded the team to 11 people strong, have a couple more positions that I'm looking to bring people on who see the vision. And the topic of leadership really came up to me because I'm at a point right now to where before I was leading myself in the company that I was growing and building. But now that I'm bringing people on board, I have to lead other people. And It seems to me like leadership is a topic that many people do not necessarily understand. They think that leadership is about being a boss. They think that leadership is about giving orders and barking orders, and it's simply not true. That is not the case. And I'm going to be diving into some of the misconceptions about leadership and how to be an effective leader. Um, And before I go into that, I want to go ahead and ask for a favor. If you get any value from this episode, and this is from every single episode that you listen to of this podcast, please share it with a friend. This is how we grow organically. I've noticed that the numbers have been growing up. The numbers have been spiking and I am here to believe that you guys are spreading the word and I appreciate that. I value that tremendously. And uh, the sky is ultimately the limit with the podcast. I'm going to be bringing on my first guest in over a year and a half for the next couple of episodes. I'm not sure which episode it will be. It might be 51, might be 52. Um, And then from there, I'm going to be doing a guest interview with some higher caliber individuals once a month, every single month on the second Friday of every month and so um, that's going to be really exciting so tune into those but without further ado let's give a little bit of a backstory about leadership my first encounter with being a leader was actually when I was in Boy Scouts of America. Now, I was in Boy Scouts for nearly eight years of my life and I attribute a lot of my ability to being uncomfortable to Boy Scouts. It was a great experience, you know, going camping every single month and going to summer camps. It was my, you know, almost my retreat from home. It was my retreat from the issues I had going on. And I I just enjoyed being in nature and I saw You know, leadership firsthand, not just with the adult leaders and the scoutmasters, but also the leadership that was being had with the older scouts, right? You have kind of a structure similar to the military, right? You have private, you have sergeant, you have different private ranks, then you have generals and commanders and everything else. Well, in Boy Scouts... You know, you had the normal scouts and then you had the patrol leaders, the assistant patrol leaders, then you had the senior patrol leader and the assistant senior patrol leader. And um, when I was younger and getting involved, I saw some scouts who were 16, 17, uh, who were in those positions. And I was 11, 12 at the time. And I viewed them as role models. I viewed them as people who could give directions, but also be able to get their hands dirty so we can unify as a patrol, so we can unify as a troop. And get the task at hand done, whether that was tug of war competitions at camp or whether that was getting, you know, the campsite set up to where you're putting the rain flies and the chuck boxes and the tents up. And, you know, I know some of those phrases might sound like a foreign language to some of you guys, but, um, you know, looking back, those were some of the greatest years and they had a great impact on me. And then that leadership ability. And that leadership that I experienced there transmuted into school, right? Where I was the person who was the first to get the project done to where I would be the one distributing the workload, or I would be the one who's stepping up to the plate if the other members weren't, you know, getting their work done and making sure and ensuring that the project at the end of the day was finished and was completed to where the goal was completed. And, you know, leadership is not just... Barking orders and being some, you know, hot shot who's making it all about me. Hey, I am the leader. You have to listen to me. You have to respect me. That is the worst form of leadership that can possibly exist. You know, have you ever had somebody in your life kind of flaunt their status or they might flaunt their superiority to you? And it's almost like an ego boost to them and they're gaslighting you to feel less than. And that's a horrible, horrible thing. And you don't have any respect for that person. Although they're you know, logical position and their, and their, you know, statistical position might be higher than yours at that present moment. That doesn't mean that they're any greater than you. And if anything, you've lost all of your respect for them for trying to break you down. That right there is not a good form of leadership. You know, if you've ever worked a job and the boss was like, you know, you're, they're just saying, I'm the manager, you have to listen to me. That is not the way to get your point across. And that's what most people think. There's this great image on, online that I've seen going around the internet for the past couple of years. And this is one of those internet entrepreneurial memes that is actually true. It's a cliche that is you know valuable to look at. It's a, it's a good graphic and it has you know you, the difference between a boss and a leader. And on the top, it has the boss who's sitting on the backs of others, driving everybody forward. And then you have the leader who's in front of everybody and then pulling the ropes with the other members of the team. And that is how you get things done unifying the people who you're working with. And that's just, that's not even with, you know, business or anything like that, but just in life, you know, I, I hate to say it, but 99% of people are looking for the one person to follow. And everybody is a leader. You're a leader in your business. You're a leader in your religious institution. You're a leader in your, you know, in, in your life, in your family, in your household, in your organization. You're a leader in your community and you're a leader in, in just your nation, you know there there are various leadership leadership positions that go from the most you know the, the smallest level possible to the highest level possible of commander in chief. You know if we're looking on a world leader perspective, um, and every single position counts. Every single position matters, and every single position is going to have a chain rip a chain effect, right? Like a ripple effect to other places. You know you think about the local you know representatives in your city, or you think about the mayor. They are able to influence what gets done in your local community. And look at the representatives that are actually the most effective. They're the ones who are within the community and creating a vision for other people. And this is something to where I know a lot of you guys do have a business. I know a lot of the listenership has you know, some entrepreneurial aspirations. And if you're to the point to where you're working with other people, or maybe you're even working with a client, part of being a leader is demonstrating a vision, creating a vision, and getting other people to also believe in said vision. It's not you know, just saying, hey, this is the goal, but it's like, this is what we are going to get done. This is my confidence in, in, in our ability to work together to achieve this goal, and we are going to get this together. right? This is the reason that we're working. This is the ROI of our time investment. This is the grand scheme. This is the master plan. And then they're going to be like, wow, man, if we get this done, then that means that we're going to get X, Y, and Z results, or this is going to be so much fun, or this is going to be... You know, something that I can look back on and be proud. That is what a leader does. They establish the vision moving forward. It's like going back to Boy Scouts, right? The The Scoutmaster would establish the vision of, hey, we need to get the camp set up so we can go and have fun the rest of the trip. Okay, so we all work together to get the get the camp set up so we can have the rest of the weekend to ourselves. Or in my case, building up management ventures, I'm setting the vision of you guys fulfill your rules and we build and offer this white glove service to our clientele. Then that means that we're not only going to be making an impact to the clients and making sure that they have the best experience possible, but that also means that the company is going to be generating revenue. That means that your positions are locked in. You're going to be generating revenue. You're getting paid. So it's a symbiotic relationship. It's like, you know, recycling. You think about you know, you, you get a water bottle, you recycle the water bottle, and then it, Adidas turns it into a plastic shoe. You know what I'm saying? And so it's all working together. And that flow, that sense of unity is what gets us results. That flow and that like just, you know, there, there's this level of workflow that once you're in it, it's very difficult to get out of because everybody is fulfilling their position. Everybody is on board with the vision and on board with the goals and on board with the mission. And then you know, the rest comes easy to where, you know, let's say a problem comes up, the team's not focused so much on the problem, they're focused on the solution to the problem because they believe that the, so that you know, what they're doing is more important than whatever problem they could ever be faced with. Leadership is about showing your, you know, I'm trying to think of the best word to say It's it's more so showing that you are with the team members. It is showing that you are with your organization. You're not sitting on some pedestal. And this form of leadership could be referenced to as servant leadership. Now, I'm not so much of like, hey, you know, you are there to serve other people and serve the people of the team. But this goes back to episode 49 and the halo effect. There has to be this level of authority and this level of respect that you have with the team. But that is not obtained through barking orders. That is through demonstrating your importance to the team, not in a way of flexing, not in a way of I'm greater than thou, but saying, hey, I have this. Position And I'm working so I can fulfill my duties and my obligations. And your position is just as important as mine. And there's a reason that we all have these different positions that best suit our skills and best suit, you know, our expertise and our areas of, you know, focus. But at the end of the day, your position is also very important because without you, then that means that a chain and that that a cog in the in the machine, a cog in the vehicle is not going to be working properly. And so you're showing that you respect them. They respect you. There's this mutual level of understanding. And then the progressive actions that you take are going to flow very easily. They're going to just happen. And, and this goes, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the example of work life, right? You're, you're at a job and then let's say your boss does not respect you, you feel bad about that, you don't get the work done at the rate that you should be getting the work done because you're just pissed off at your boss and then the project doesn't get, get done and then your boss comes to you and they get mad at you. Nothing about your boss coming to you with a, a level of respect and understanding saying, hey, I'm working on this right here. You know, Go ahead and reach out to me if you have something important. I'm super, super busy, but I am here for you. Then you're gonna be like, wow, this guy cares about me. I do understand he's busy, so I won't bother him. Let me get my project done. Then you have a problem that arises you you hit the boss up you're like hey sarah i have an issue here can you help me with this they're like yeah yeah go ahead how's the project going what's the problem and then you solve it right it's about being grown it's about being mature it's about being an, a freaking adult and it seems like people are more focused on letting their ego take the best of them right to where there's this level of, of ego that is unhealthy and then they are too focused on what that person says or what they're doing or how they're not living up to their expectations and then you don't get anything done that way. You have to be mature and setting the example is ultimately the thing that will get you results and create a vision for the rest of the people who are in your life, not just in business, but in every single aspect, leadership extends outside of business and then politics. Leadership is within the household. Leadership is within the community. If you're in Walmart right now and you know something happens, let's say God forbid, you know a, a medical emergency happens, you're going to be the person who jumps in front and and make sure that everything's going properly and that you know medical you know, responders are on the way, or are you gonna be a bystander, right? And the bystander syndrome, the the, the whole, I'm gonna stand on the sidelines and take my phone and record is what the world needs less of. The world needs more of the people who are going to jump in front and help in whatever way that they possibly can. That, it, it bothers me that we have become so accustomed with being complacent and letting other people step up to the plate. And it's time that you actually volunteer yourself and step up to the plate. Go ahead and put yourself in front and set the example. Put yourself in front and offer your services. Put yourself in front and offer your hand, offer your advice, offer your wisdom, offer your leadership, and be a leader for yourself. Be a leader that sets the example for other people to follow. This is where morals and ethics come into play. This is where knowing that you're a good individual, knowing that you're a good man, knowing that you're a good woman comes into play. But the world needs more leaders. And I want you to understand that if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you are a leader. And I'm not here to stroke your ego or to brown nose you. But I will say that if you are taking the time to develop yourself as a man or a woman, then that means that you are already a leader. Now it's about expanding that leadership capability and expanding your leadership traits and putting yourself forward and putting yourself in situations to where you can put your leadership ability to the test. How are you going to strengthen it unless you test it? And so start today, maybe take the initiative and set up a family trip, decide to go to the park, decide to go take a vacation and set the example for your family. If you're within your organization, call a team meeting today and get their opinions on how everything's going within their organization, within the, within the business structure. If you're a community leader and you're within the community and you're very active, then go ahead and set up a community event, right? And get people to attend and see what you guys can do to bring up the value of the property, to bring up the value of the community, to serve everybody. Maybe you arrange a, a day for you know picking up the trash. The opportunities and the examples are in this. It's just up to you to take the action and to open up your eyes to the opportunities that are in front of you. And so understand and remember that everybody is a leader and that includes you and thank you so much for tuning into episode 50 of chase the vision with isaac mashman more on the way very soon make sure we're connected everywhere at isaac mashman and by going to my website IsaacMashman.com. have some amazing things in the work and uh man cannot wait to show you guys much love